hello, what is this on? Okay, hi, hello. Welcome back to another episode of my Inside Voice podcast. What up? What's going on? Um, hi, hello, how are you? Uh, okay, so I wanted to jump on here. I was going to do it yesterday, but to be honest, I couldn't bring myself to do anything yesterday. Um, I was feeling like really low and today hasn't been much better, but um, this stuff makes me really fucking happy, so I'm going to go on with it. Um, today I actually feel worse um, than yesterday, but I... I feel creatively drawn to do something today to put an episode um, and I needed to because yesterday was the new moon and um, in Taurus and I needed to talk about it um, and how it affects me and how it affects everybody else and all of that stuff. When I am getting too internal, too much in my brain, Um, I always like to send that energy away by focusing on the collective, focusing on what I can give back to humanity in a way that really, that can hopefully help at least one person, um, because I'm not feeling it today, I'm not feeling good, um, so I want to hopefully try and make other people feel better than they are, or give them something to contemplate, to think about, to learn something about whatever it is, or it's just, you know, me talking and maybe that helps. So, um, yeah, so I want to talk about the new moon. It's been, it was really intense. Okay, I wanted to turn left, but I'm not sure if I can, I don't know, okay, there's a police car like right in the left lane that I wanted to turn left at, so that was fun, um, so I guess that just detoured where I was gonna go, um, but yeah, that, that's a great segue actually, um, this new moon in Taurus has really dragged out a lot of issues that I have had about self-worth and self-sufficiency and who I am in this world based on what I think of myself and the way that I make money and the way that I love and the way that I apply all of those things, those tangible things in the world to myself. Now, being somebody that is very much head in the clouds, living in fantasy worlds, living in dream worlds. Um, I'm really good at storytelling. I'm very good at speaking my mind um, because it's in this like higher consciousness place, right? I don't need a drug or alcohol or anything to sort of take me there. I'm just that bitch by myself. Um, And so that is very much a part of my personality. A lot of this new moon also had to do with accepting who I am and what I settle for. Because I have so much mutable energy inside me, um, because my rising is Pisces, I'm very flexible, agile, adaptable to, to a fault, right? I don't 
and, and I make that my personality, right? And I am very good with that. I am very okay with that. Every personality trait, everybody, that's just not me, right? Everybody has a shadow side to them. Um, every sign has shadow sides. And it's not just like good here, bad here. It's not that um, simple. Humans are extremely complex and nuanced. And they truly are all the signs. Every single sign we have in our charts, whether they have planets or not, whether they're aspected or not, we are the entire zodiac. So don't ever get it twisted that, oh, wow, she's like a Pisces rising. She's like really weird. And she has a lot of mutable energy. I don't have that. You also have these tendencies, but it is, it is kind of other transits, placements, etc. supersede that. It's just like fucking human brains, right? We all have the tendency to be everything, but there's certain aspects in our personality, in our development, nature versus nurture, all of that stuff that supersedes other tendencies that make us lean towards a set of qualities versus another set of behaviors, thoughts, patterns, habits, all of that stuff. But we all have it. Our brain is extremely complex and nuanced. Our our DNA is extremely complex and nuanced. So to think that you are not that, you are completely something else. And to, you know what I mean? Do you get what I'm saying here? So I, I'll start there, right? Um, second, I have really thought about so the first point was we are everything um as the world designed us to be as the universe designed us to be so don't hold yourself higher or lower than anyone else just because somebody has maybe a tendency or a habit or a trait or quality or a way of being doing thinking that you aspire to have doesn't mean you don't have it it doesn't mean you're not equipped with it. It just means that you have to work maybe a little bit harder or you have to tap into that part that comes naturally to them in a way if you want, right? If you don't want to do it, that's fine too. But if you want to aspire to be something, it's already inside of you. We are, we come into this world a hundred percent. And I say this all the time, the world, society, people, teachers, parents, siblings, whatever it is, um, bosses, coworkers, friends, enemies, and everybody in between and beyond make us have one single maksat, um, goal in mind to tear it down because they've been torn down or to build it up because they've been built up. You know, we are, we treat others as we see ourselves. If we are sell, if we see ourselves as insecure, fearful, self-doubting, um, not worthy, we treat other people like that. And we teach other people to treat us like that. If we see ourselves as abundant, beautiful, high, functioning, all of that stuff, we treat people like that. As 
in, in a general sense, right? Obviously there's fucking outliers. There's antidotal evidence to prove that that isn't the case sometimes. Um, but in my mind, that is one of the filters that we use, which is our own perspective. And then we, we use that to judge other people and to treat other people in certain ways. So, um, the second point I want to make is the thing that I learned about the new moon in Taurus is about self-sufficiency, preservation, independence, and worthiness. Um, I am somebody that struggled with that my whole life, and I'm now sort of making amends with myself. And I'm and and the new moon in Taurus really unlock that for me in a way that makes me put it into words, hence this podcast, right? Because the new moon, new moon, the new moon happened in my third house, which is the house of communication, which is the house of, um, you know, creativity, which is the house of, I call it like click, 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 like everything just connecting all the dots, right? And how, what you're, like connecting all the dots to make this like picture of who you are. Um, and so the new moon was very much that for me. And so self-sufficiency, independence, and worthiness were big on my mind and were continue to be something that I think about, right? And, continue, and I continue to analyze or put on display and put on the chopping block what I settle for based on how I feel about myself, right? I'm constantly making concessions for people that I love um, and people that, uh, you know, specifically romantic partners, but I am extremely hard on myself. I don't let anything slide when it comes to me. I'm very much self-critical of everything that I bring to the table and then I criticize myself down to wow I bring nothing to the table and I place my partners on this like weird pedestal like wow they're so great they have so much going on I'm gonna help them support themselves because I'm not worth supporting and so I forget about myself I lose myself because I'm I'm so much not of this world first of all and second of all I don't think there's much to like preserve and then when I walk away from these relationships I'm like wait a minute like there's so much to preserve I am like this self refilling cup that I am constantly just filling 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 and I'm this like wonderful insanely self-preserved person so when I help other people support their dreams themselves understand them, are uh, compassionate, uh, want to do well with them, for them, by them. All of those things are just a reflection of how full my cup is. So my perspective changed. It's not because I lose myself. It's because I'm so much myself that I want other people to be that way. And I'm just like kind of like putting these, connecting these dots together, right? Because I always have the thought that, oh, I lose myself in relationships. I don't. I just become something that people can, um, not use, but 
I'm, I'm useful in their life, right? I don't put my shit on them. I am already preserving, loving, loved, um, like, I already have all of those things inside me. My, my cup is constantly being filled, right? Whether it's as simple as watching my sh favorite show or indulging in my favorite food, um, you know, taking a look at different diets and fitness stuff that I can do for my body and change the way that my internal organs process. Like I literally think about that uh, or whether it's talking to friends, keeping relationships with my you know, with my loved ones, whether it's listening to my favorite music, whether it's going for rides, whether it's podcasting, working, creative outlets, all of those things are constantly now like a second skin to me. I don't have to like really, um, you know, think about it because it's an automatic to me. So when I talk about self preservation, sufficiency, and independence, I realize now, and I'm realizing it now because I know I had y'all in the first half, like, oh man, she's going to talk about all these things and the fact that she doesn't have it. I, I have it in spades. Like I, I have it in, and like in an endless amount. Like it, it, I'm, I literally have trees that it, like, if my soul was something, it would be like these ever growing trees ever blooming flowers these fruits that just bear themselves vulnerably openly confidently for me to pick and then as soon as I pick them they grow more gross so it's like I have all of that to give right that's why I'm not burnt out when I give in my relationships or when I I, I may have to set boundaries and step back for a little bit but the love never goes the love never goes and so when I give that to people the right people the people that love me and support me as well they are incredibly lucky you know and I'm human so I overdose on it I, I overstand them I do place them on pedestals. I'm working on that. You know, there's there's always like shadow sides to my love and there's always shadow sides to everybody's love and belonging and acceptance and all of that. So there's shadow sides, but I, I feel like I'm, I'm accepting the way that I love and accepting the way that I give it and also accepting the way people receive it, you know, and that's okay. Um, all of that plays into my self-sufficiency that this is just who I am. This is my mother's upbringing. Um, and my mother is not perfect. I talk about her a lot. My mom is not perfect. She has so many toxic traits as we do, as all of us do. But I think one of the best traits she has about herself is to have that pure, that purity, right? That, that love, that the wrong people don't know what to do with, but they take advantage of, but the right people are extremely lucky to have it and want to, and want to do right by her and want to do right by the world and want to make an impact because they're able to utilize her gifts that she gives to them in a way that can make the world feel like they feel, right? So that's the, the big upside to this type of love but like I said there's always shadow sides and people will come into your life more often than not if you 
you know have this purity inside of you it's like it's like rare it's like it's a rare gem right um they will try to take it from you um they definitely know that it's there because they themselves are seeking it right internally they want it they need it they leech that's where they get their life force from um, so the wrong types of people will be attracted to it because everybody's attracted to it. Um, and so you give because you have this ever blooming garden of Eden inside of you. When I say you, I mean me. And so you, I give and that love, support, beauty, fruit, when offered to people that are broken, that are weak, that, um, are just looking to leech first of all they don't know what to do with it second of all they don't feel deserving third of all they stop caring and take it and then fourth of all they think that now they have all this fruit they can just um uh take it leave you behind and then kind of um propagate it for themselves so they've taken a piece of you not knowing that these fruits, there's more where that came from, you, and and you're not the only one. Um, and then they propagate it for themselves. They take, they deconstruct the fruit. First of all, they don't know how to respect it or use it or have it. Um, and then they take it apart. They take the seeds in the middle of that fruit, whatever it is. I'm thinking like watermelon, cantaloupe, lemons, like you know, avocados. Fuck, I love avocados. I know, basic bitch. And then they try to like plant it within themselves they're dead dry soil and they try to make something grow so they either overwater it or uh, neglect it uh, too much sunshine so when I say overwater they over analyze it think about it emote it or they shut off their feelings completely they try to over uh, give it too much light so too much ego or not enough so um, they're they're too uh, dark and um, self-deprecating, or they try to fix the soil, which is their soul. But it's the soil that they've had their entire lives, and they've never done the work to like really make it ready for things to grow. So they're putting this alive, blooming thing in. When you put something alive, blooming in soil that's dead and not ready to bear fruit, it also dies. So then this person takes from you and then a few months go by and that energy that life force that they stole from you that they thought they stole from you they are now out of they're fiending right so they need more and this is the exact behavior of somebody that is a serial ghoster um this is exactly somebody that is you know somebody that just doesn't give a fuck about anybody um and just wants what they can get from everybody and then they you know so this person then comes back and says i need more i need more i need more and then they ghost and then they come back and then they ghost and then they live their entire life beaching off of people whether that be their family their friends significant others um co-workers bosses teachers students mentees mentors all of that stuff and so for me, my role is to give, forgive, respect, understand, and let go. That's my cycle, right? That's my, 
self-preservation, uh, independence, sufficiency cycle. So let's repeat that, is to forgive, I don't know if I remember it, if I, to forgive, to understand, to respect, to love, and to let go. The letting go part is hard for me. I can do everything else, right? But the, the part that's hard, and I think the part that allows my Garden of Eden to continuously bloom, um, it's, it's, it's lacking in the letting go. So if I'm not completing that cycle properly, my garden can't, can't grow and it, it's been dark for a while. And I'm, I'm being asked under this new moon in Taurus to let go now. And I'm really, I, I'm, I'm ready to like let go. I'm ready to like complete my cycle of self-sufficiency, independence, and worthiness. And that is what the new moon has truly taught me. And I hope this made sense. Um, I think the third and last thing I'll kind of end with is what I alluded to before, um, which is kind of like settling, right? So we've gone over like, this is a cycle for me. So I would love to like, like, I would love for you guys to really understand your self-sufficiency, independence, and worthiness cycle because we all have it, right? And if it's the same or similar, what are those steps that you are not doing that is not allowing for your own internal Garden of Eden to continuously bloom and to find that purity within, right? Because it's there. We all have it. We were all born with it, but there's certain things that we neglect and we that's where burnout comes from. That's where uh, resentment and abandonment of self comes from. That's where uh, martyrdom and self-sacrifice comes from. All of these shadow sides start to really rear their ugly heads when you're surrounded by a garden that isn't blooming continuously, that isn't able to sustain your toxic traits. Because what garden can, right? So um, in terms of settling... Um, purity and this cycle of um, self-sufficiency, independence, and worthiness is hard because you want the best for people and you want to see the best in people. You don't want to be that bitter bitch. You don't want to come off as resentful or have hateful or negative energy, right? Because the, the world teaches you that if you are critical in some way and and have questions, at least for me, uh, that's not the way to be. So I now am considering, you know, like as I've gone through these things under this new moon, while I'm so like proud of myself that I'm able to like articulate this, but um, now I'm looking at like, what are you settling for, right? Like you have the the garden you have the cycle you do the cycle this whole garden just like blooms i'm thinking of the tarot card nine of coins right the figure on the card is just surrounded by this gigantic garden and everything's growing at the right temperature and all of that stuff and then you invite people into your garden right because no man woman they is an island person is an island and 
um, we are humans and in this human experience, in this meat suit, in this simulation, we require others and others require us. And, you know, it's that whole thing. So who am I inviting into this garden, right? Am I inviting somebody that, and what are they offering, right? Um, and it's less transactional and more interconnected because everybody brings something, whether it's baggage, negativity, positivity, uh, a new perspective, but everybody brings something and everything is useful in this Garden of Eden, right? Like it's very much regenerative and it's very much accepting and loving and not judgmental and, and just beautiful in all ways, the way that the gardener intended so in my in this case the way that I intended so what am I doing to invite people in that feel safe seen heard loved given to understood but also how are they supporting the garden right and how are they not my garden how are they supporting their own garden what are they giving to themselves what are they doing within themselves that makes their garden flourish and so when you talk about significant others and because Taurus is a very like lovey-dovey sort of relationship oriented sign in a lot of ways, Venusian and um, you know, you think you can't help but think about love. If you're inviting like a significant other in your garden, what does that mean? You know, like, are you, you know, this garden is open. I just picture like these gigantic doors full, like covered with ivy and just like, um, like gold, right? And like just music playing and just like flowers, just flower petals just constantly coming from these skies that are always blue and, and beautifully wholesome. And then you invite this person in and you know, what are they coming with? Are they coming with baggage? What does that baggage mean? How How are they walking? How are they talking? How are they living how are they winning how are they losing how are they sad how are they happy all of that stuff you sort of like it's sort of like this whole garden of eden just welcomes this right and everything sort of starts to bloom or continues to bloom and and you welcome them in and and you're like sit down i love you i understand you i hear you i see you you know this is where you belong. Thank you for coming. Um, I'm excited for you. Let's, let's eat, <laughs> right? And so that person, that's very much my energy. Um, but because I'm a human, I'm also very anxious and I'm insecure. I'm working on it. Um, but, you know, my highest self, my soul always supersedes my fears. So it's just gotten me thinking about who I've invited into my Garden of Eden and who I've asked to sit at my table and eat with. And what have they offered me? What have I offered them? How does love play, play a part? Connectivity, um, communication, all of that. So I'm, I'm thinking about that and I hope you guys are thinking about it too, you know, and um, I hope this was really helpful. I'm, I'm so glad that I, I did this episode. I'm so happy. Um, it was a long one. It's only half, it's almost half an hour. Um, 
I love you guys so much. Happy new moon. You will feel this energy um, for another week or two at least. Uh, there's lots of exciting stuff coming up. Jupiter is going into Pisces soon. I cannot wait to do a whole fucking... I can't wait to do an episode to release content on the account. Like, I can't wait. Um, Jupiter has been in my 12th house for a while and I am fucking sick of it because Saturn's sitting there too and I'm excited for Jupiter to be in my first house for a little bit. If, if only a little bit, right? And so I'm excited to reap the benefits of it. I'm excited to expand. I'm excited to go big or go home. I'm excited for all of that. So, um, I will make a separate episode about that. So stay tuned. I love you guys so much. Peace.